When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No. So this was my weekend, by the way. This is why I'm so happy. I bought goalie equipment from Canadian Tire street hockey gear. The one question I asked, were you playing with a rubber puck at least? No, of course not. You had street hockey pads on and no protection other than I wasn't even that. wearing a can. How about that? And I went, stacked my pads. I'm like, whoa, I got nothing on down here. <laughs> I never thought that I would be leaving my pins. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And no mask. Talk about putting them on the table. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Hour two coming in hot, literally, live from South Florida here on your favorite daytime sports talk show. That's where I'm at. Darren Moose DuPont is at uh, Candle Lake, Saskatchewan, which is just across the highway from uh, Mike Babcock's semi-hometown of Emma Lake. See what I did there, Moose? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> lot going on. They say th- this is not the best time of year in sports because there's too much going on. For, if you could sit down and just focus on one thing, it would be okay. But there is a lot going on. You got... NFL, obviously, CFL home stretches on college football's wild. I see AF, uh, FA, a, FAU just sending me a notification. They just lost their starting quarterback, Casey Thompson, for the year with a torn ACL. Um, NHL hockey going, baseball on the stretch drive. It's insane. It's, it's great for a show like this, but a lot to stay on top of. And just for those, the benefit of those that have just tuned in for hour two, we covered all of that, by the way, in hour one. T.S. in Ottawa's Claire Hanna was with us. But the real big topic today is Mike Babcock. And um, I, a couple things. You heard the intro coming out there, Darren. With you, ne- you didn't get to meet the Dodge kids when you were down here in so- South Florida. But we have a lot of hockey friends, four hockey-playing boys from the Dodge family. Uh, they love hearing stories about Canada and the intro of the show this hour was about that playing outdoor hockey with no can and those pads i bought from canadian tire and they on an outdoor rink and they're just like do you think you would ever know what an outdoor rink was growing up in florida they just seen photos or heard stories shoot people in vancouver have never had an outdoor rink like it's canada is this narnia fairy tale land of you know, frozen ponds, and yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's exactly that, but better. 
You know, so hockey uh, still is talked about down here. I'm not sure that they're real big on the Babcock story for our U.S. listeners. They really love our Cats and Bolts podcast, which we fired up last week. It's going over very well. We cover the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning weekly. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Serena and I do that. But we have a lot to get to here. Uh, Quite the opening ramble by me. But with Mike Babcock stepping down Sunday, resigning as the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. You want to talk about a crappy franchise, by the way? Babs never even coached a game. And he's in their top 10 all time for winning as coaches. (laughs) How about I saw that today. Did you see that? He is the 10th winningest coach in Columbus Blue Jackets history. Oh, no. And never won a game. He's got a higher winning percentage than the guy that went 0-2 in a fill-in basis. Anyways, Enor writes in on, on the streaming as we're in open line and says, Rod, not that it really matters, but does Babcock get paid for resigning for the next two years? That's a toughie. You'd have to talk to his agent if he has one or a legal labor analyst, but I would suggest... It's not an open and shut yes or no. My guess is Babs is looking into this. Uh, My guess is, as a guy that's been fired a couple of times, I have some experience on this. But if he was found to have had conduct detrimental to the franchise or reasonable grounds for dismissal, uh, he probably wouldn't get that much. He didn't, let's be honest, he didn't resign. No. What do you think? Is he getting some money out of this or not? Yeah, he's going to get his contract paid out. This is my guess. Again, I'm not on the inside here. I'm not a journalist or reporting on this. But, um, yeah, he resigned. I mean, he wasn't fired. What do they say? Mutually agreed um, to navigate through his resignation, which means the mutually agreed upon part is, okay, I'll resign. You're going to pay out 50% of this contract, and we're just going to go our separate ways. That's what the agreement would be, whatever the dollar figure is. It wouldn't just be I'm resigning and, rip up the contract and I'll see you later. Pay me for, you know, the two months I was working and call it a day. That's not how it would go down. So there'll be the money stuff will get sorted out. Believe it or not, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have just turned on their television sets on Game Plus or their radio, WQEE, going, what what happened to Babcock? He resigned Sunday, Mike Babcock, the two-time Olympic gold medal winning hockey head coach and Stanley Cup champion, because the players were upset of invasion of privacy. He asked to see their phones and their photos from the summer. I think I have read that right. And Spit and Chicklets podcast host, Paul Bissonnette, uncovered this dastardly story. And by the way, I, I shouldn't be facetious because a man lost his job over this. It's not a funny situation, but it is very strange. And that's it. And Babs is out. So, and I ended hour one by saying this, because I do want to take a little bit of a tour around the NHL rookie camps here in a second. But you being a more of a Saskatchewan Husky guy than me and more of a Saskatoon guy than me, although we've both lived there, which is Babs' hometown, he's beloved by a lot of people in Saskatchewan. I'll add, he's reviled by a lot of people in Saskatchewan too, but more so loved. Mike Babcock, there's a lot of people just fighting mad that he got canceled and this is BS and Ms. Nasty should never be on the air and have a podcast at all after this. Like, there's, he's got a lot of support, Babs, right? That's the other thing, people, yeah. in his home province. Yeah, he does. Um, and it's generally with an old school audience. 
which that's important to remember. Um, but times have changed and you just can't do these things anymore. The old school guys, I mean, this is how you're tough on people, but you need to have patience to see the whole plan through or the whole plan doesn't work. You know, that old school tough on you, um, you know, hard with rules and, you know, outside the box stuff. It doesn't work on day one. You see the results of that on day 150 or day 200. Um, so if you're going to hire an old school coach, you need to see that. But you just, I don't know if you can go that way these days because, you know, the players, <sighs> like we've seen, don't respond to this anymore the way that they used to. So the old playbook isn't going to work in today's game. Right. And those that have figured it out, and I'd buy, I'll give you a few names. John Cooper, Paul Maurice, Jared Bednar, all recent Stanley Cup winning coaches. Jay Woodcroft's got a great team in Edmonton. There are guys that have figured this out. But there's a lot of guys that have not figured this out. <laughs> and I would suggest Mike Babcock is one of those guys. And, you know, an interesting topic about this is and why I, I realize now you know we're all where we're supposed to be everything happens for a reason I can sit here and talk about hockey and football all day because I'm fluent in both of Canada's official languages hockey and football and we're finally you know, like I love and I said it on Edmonton radio last week I'm very proud of my time in the Canadian Football League but I'm not football first and it would be a shame Moose to deprive the world of my hockey knowledge now, a couple of phrases that I hate. One is perception's reality. You brought it up in the morning meeting. I freaking can't stand the phrase perception's reality. And let me explain why in this case. I feel like to the average Susie Q public, they're making Mike Babcock out to be Satan. And I don't believe he's that. He represents a very large group of hockey coaches that are old school. I don't want to use the N-word, narcissist. I don't know him well enough, but I do know he's one of those old school hockey guys that I've been around my whole entire life that I haven't really liked. They love their family. They're great to their kids. You know, they're not mean to everybody, <laughs> but you don't want to play for There's a lot of those guys. There's a lot of guys skating home free that have done way worse things than Mike Babcock. I don't understand why he's the villain. That's the one thing. And when, when I say perception, I say reality's reality, not perception's reality. You know, the guy that used to work for us, they used to always say, perception's reality, Rod. No, it's not. Reality's reality. You know, the other phrase that I hate is uh, potential. <laughs> and that comes from the hockey people. We can sit and talk about how much potential a kid has as a player, but it doesn't mean jack squat if they don't do anything with it. Oh, my God. I'm going to work myself into a rant with the word potential. Although when that potential starts to be realized and you see the talent meet the work ethic, now we're getting somewhere. So those are two phrases that I hate. So anyways, I am ready to move on to the... Um, Rookie camps, if you, unless you have any more other <laughs> points on Babs. Let's, let's go. I'm excited to hear how the weekend was. Okay, thanks. I see uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writing, and he goes, why do I keep getting interrupted with ads on the RP show? He's watching on YouTube. It's a new thing. They're just dropping in ads all the time now on the live YouTube feed. It's a new 
thing. Robin in Prince Albert, by the way, says we are in a society where you are guilty until proven innocent in the world of social media. That's why I think everybody's so scared now to be a public figure because you say one wrong thing and you could be canceled. Um, I get it. I don't. I'm not worried about that. I've been canceled. I've survived and it actually gets better. But I get why everybody's so worried. And it is 111 Eastern, 1111 Mountain. So for everybody, and I would include Mike Babcock, envision a positive outcome of any quagmire you're in. You guys there? Did we hit it? 111? Doesn't sound like it. Um, how was it? Thanks. Beautiful. Yeah, they're all writing in with the Babcock questions, and I see they've written in Mike Keenan, too. Because <sighs> I'm not totally done on this, but I did. Okay, I'll talk about rookie camps, and we'll come back to Babs. Because it's the biggest topic in Canadian sports right now, and for sure the NHL. Hey, the rookie camp here is what it was. Um, Hurricanes, Lightning, Predators, Panthers. Uh, in Estero, Florida. It was awesome. Beautiful rink. If I was designing a rink, and I don't know how old it is, it's not very old. Certainly, less. got to be less than 10 years. Hertz Arena. I heard it holds 8,300, but I don't think it's that big. But it's got elevators, a couple restaurants, luxury suites. The press box were good. Press boxes were good. We were treated like a million dollars, like I always am by the Florida Panthers. Why do you think I love it here so much? Get treated great. The hockey was fantastic, but nobody really knows what was going on. Like, there was fans of almost every team there. They're just Floridians that love the NHL, thought they'd come. It was free to watch. And uh, I didn't really know who the rosters were going to be. Serena spent more, far more time perusing the rosters than I did. And she's pointing out guys from here, like the Lynn kid, Kalen Lynn from Shaunavan. I'm like, oh, I met his mom and dad. He's got older brother, brothers that all played in the dub. Josh Davies for the Panthers. Prospect played for the Swift Current Broncos. It was really good hockey. Most people in the arena didn't know who the players were because I largely didn't. Um, but it was good hockey and it was fun to watch. I think the big story coming out of the weekend, I think you would attest, is that Connor Bedard potted three for Chicago against St. Louis. You know it's a big deal when my brother's sending me a reel of one of the goals by Bedard. So he's doing Bedard things. He's never going to ever be able to impress Serena because I brought, I said, hey, Bedard had a Hattie the other night. And she's like, well, of course, because blah, 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 blah. He's got a lot to do to impress her. But three goals in a rookie scrimmage for Connor Bedard ain't nothing to sneeze at. What do you think? It's not. And I also saw Adam Fantilli put up a hat trick in Columbus's uh, rookie tournament. Yeah. So that's good, too. I, I wondered how he, would, um, how he would adjust to the next level more than Bedard. Um, so it's good. I think a good little rookie rivalry could be fun. But as I said in my 10 things column, rookie tournaments are like puppy love. Puppy love's only taken seriously by the puppies. Rookie tournaments largely are only taken seriously by the rookies and their parents. Because I texted some scouts of the teams that were there because I missed who Kaylin Lynn was fighting. So I texted one scout. He's like, I'm not even there. I'm skipping rookie tournaments. Oh, thought you were here. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. 
I think if you look at these rookie rosters uh, and go back one day and say, how many of the guys that played in this tournament in Estero this weekend would ever go on to play an NHL game? It's a very small amount. Although I think Kalen Lind, Red Deer Rebels product, will have a chance to at least be taken on to main camp because he's just a buzzsaw type player. But anyways, John Ohm says, where's story time? Here's my story. Um, I got to stay away from the comments. The, annou- the announcer really didn't have a clue what was going, but that's fine. Now, he was a South Florida older guy, hockey, clearly not his thing, right? So he was like, please welcome to the ice, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I'm sitting there going, it's not really the Tampa Bay. I- ah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they're wearing their game jerseys, at least. I see the Leafs were wearing their practice jerseys because that's a, such a Leaf thing that they would do that. But it reminded me of Bradenton, Florida one time, and I think I've told you this story before, but uh, we had a rider rookie camp. It was like 150 guys come and paid 100 bucks to try out for the Rough Riders, and Gordy, the equipment manager, brought down 150 rider helmets and green shorts and T-shirts for these guys. So, you know, there was beer truck drivers trying out for the Rough Riders that day. Not that I have anything against beer delivery truck drivers, but you know what I mean. And they're running onto the field with rider helmets and green shorts, mesh shorts, and white T-shirts. Maybe, maybe practice jerseys. And this guy pulled up his Ford truck. It kind of looked like the truck that Walton Goggins drove in Justified. Old Ford truck. I know that doesn't mean anything to you, but it will mean something to people that know what I'm talking about. They let you drive your vehicles right up to the field and watch. So the guy sat there, and he was a rider fan. And he saw these guys jog onto the field in their rider helmets, and he was like, you could just tell he was so excited. And I was going to go walk up to his window and go... They're not really the... Ah, whatever. Enjoy. (laughs) These are 150 guys that are going to be working in the Chrysler plant tomorrow. You know, but whatever. You you think you're watching the Rough Riders. So that's kind of what the rookie tournament was. You thought you were watching the Predators and the Hurricanes. You weren't really. But at least the popcorn was good. Yeah. As Allie in Texarkana says, it means something to me. Sure. If you're, if you're a diehard, die it really did. But I guess my point is go back and look at these rookie camp rosters in three years to save them and tell me if they ever play an NHL game. And I'll tell you over 90% of them don't. Doesn't mean it wasn't a big deal. But it doesn't mean it was a big deal either. Okay, we'll be back with all kinds of things. Open line, plus Craig Button of TSN coming up. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, YouTube Live and Podcast. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
Hey, collectors, register for the premier sports card convention where collectors, enthusiasts, and sports lovers unite to celebrate the beauty and value of their treasured items taking place in Red Deer, Alberta. In the Parkland Pavilion, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. Get your tickets and more information at premiersportscardcon.ca. RP Show continues on this Monday. We are pleased to welcome in TSN's Craig Button. It's been far too long. Good to see you, Craig. And, hey, before we jump into the Bab stuff, would you mind answering this? How seriously should fans take rookie tournament results in the National Hockey League? <laughs> What I would say is take it as a measure of where these players' talent and potential may lead them to in the future. That future is not now. Okay, so Connor Bedard, it's different. Adam Fantilli, it's different. But for the overwhelming majority of these young players, it's all about the future. And that future's two, three, four years down the road. And, you know, it's exciting to watch all these players. It's it, it, it's exciting to watch uh, the players show what they may uh, be able to do once they get to the NHL, but it's a long way off. So, you know, a player that doesn't play well, no big deal. A player that does play really well, be excited excited about it. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that they won't be good, but just keep it all in context. And, you know, we see, Rod, so much more attention paid to the young players. There's a real interest in what they're doing, which is a real positive, but uh, their future is years away. It's not today. Yeah, I sat in Estero, Florida, in the crowd with one player that was hurt for Tampa, and he was just, uh, uh, you don't want to miss him <laughs> if you're hurt. Like, you want to be out there. Uh, but yeah. the other thing, too, was there was we were looking at the roster. This one kid was an 05. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Curtis Hunt said it, Craig. We get older, and the players stay the same age. When did that dawn on you? When did you have that realization? <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, I started a little bit younger, but, you know, when you start uh, thinking about it, it, it's when I talked, when I when I would talk to players, and they would ask me at times, like, is there any player that, uh, that you would compare me to? And I would mention a player, and their eyes would be rolling around, and I would go, whoops, <laughs> like, that, they were two years old when that player was playing. They don't know that player. I think it was that reality where I said, I better fast forward my thinking. But one of the great things is, and to Curtis Hunt's point, one of the great things about being around young people and young players with respect to hockey is, is they keep you young. They keep you current about what's going on, whether it be in music or style or, you know, fashion, whatever it may be. And, and that in and of itself is exciting. You can't you can't be them because youth is something that's uh, that's long gone for us. But that doesn't mean we can't be youthful in our enthusiasm, we can't be youthful in our thoughts, and that we can't uh, be current. And I think that that's something that's really, really, really important. No doubt about that. Well, hey, a few years ago, Pats had a morning skate in Swift Current. Regina Pats and John Paddock brought in Tiger, Tiger Williams to talk to the team. He lives outside Swift Current. The players were like, who is this guy ranting and raving? You can just imagine how that went over. Anyways, I'm really fascinated to get your take on the Mike Babcock situation because everybody seems to have a different take. What's yours, if you don't mind me asking? Okay, so it's fine to have a different take. Uh, you know, the bottom line is, is that uh, Mike, through his actions, demonstrated that he's learned very little since he was uh, uh, let go from the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
And and what I would say, I, I might be giving him a big benefit of the doubt by saying he's learned very little. I would say he has learned nothing. And when I read his uh, comment about how he was going to be a distraction, there's no acknowledgement of his wrongdoing. There's no apology for what he did. And that, to me, is a clear demonstration of somebody that doesn't understand, doesn't want to understand his impact and the way that he has treated players. It's wrong. There's no other way to put it. And at the end of the day, what I say is good riddance to Mike Babcock. If you want to try to improve, you want to be apologetic, we will wait and judge that down the road. But at this point in time, on this day, Monday, September 18th, there has been no growth in Mike Babcock. And and, and I'm not so sure that he, he, he even wants to uh, acknowledge his wrongdoings. And, and that's on him. But all I can say is, is good riddance. Good riddance. Uh, and I'll say bingo um, because I've known him a long time, as of you. And I thought I was surprised yes. Columbus hired him, but I thought I'm all for second, third, fourth chances. I've gotten them, but like you just said, up to his old tricks. Yeah, that's what happened here. So you talk about I'm all for second chances, too. You know, we cannot expect. Uh, everybody not to make mistakes and, and depending on what the mistake is will determine you know what the consequence is you know what what, what you have to do to show that you deserve a second chance and, and those are all real positives you you people talk about cancel culture okay so it's a nice term right well Howard Cosell one of the great broadcasters of all time got removed, canceled way back when because of really, really ignorant comments he made on national broadcast. This isn't something new. And, you know, I, like I find myself, Rod, with, with people say, oh, cancel culture. It's not cancel culture. It's about making sure that your culture is right. And let me let me I'm going to extend this. The ownership of the Columbus Blue Jackets, John Davidson and Yarmo Kekalainen. They deserve a lot of scrutiny for what unfolded. Yarmo Kekalainen thanking Mike Babcock, appreciating his work and his effort. What? What? You know, you, you're talking about trying to become a team and, and you talk, you use all these words. Oh, yeah, we want to be better. We want to move in and forward. We've examined everything. You better start examining your own actions because forget about the hiring. Okay, we, we could go through that. And again, I'm on for second chances. After he's resigned because of because of wrongdoings, and a lot of them haven't even been made public yet, the bottom line is, like, when are you going to be accountable as an organization? Leadership starts from the top. They have also failed. Bingo. There you go. And just look where they Bingo. finished last year. You know, it's uh, look at the record. The record is what you are. So, anyways, if you have any more on that, jump in. If not... Uh, like you, I've been on a lot of shows. I've been asked, who are some other rookies besides Connor Bedard that we should be on the lookout for this year? And I'm like, I don't know how many are going to crack lineups like Connor Bedard will, but who are some of the names? And I guess they don't have to be raw 18-year-olds, but who are some of the rookies that you have your eye on this year that could challenge for the Calder? Well, I think you have to include Adam Fantilli in, in, in that. I mean, he won the Hobie Baker as a true uh, freshman player at the University of Michigan last year. You know, that in and of itself is a significant accomplishment. It signifies that he dominated his level of play. He's mature physically, and certainly the NHL is a, is, is a significant step up. But I don't think you can exclude Adam Fantilli from, from that discussion. Uh, Matthew Nyes who played at the University of Minnesota, turning pro last year in the playoffs with 
uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. He's another player you're going to have to really pay attention to. He's a he's a really good, strong. He, he reminds me of Alex Kalorn of the Tampa Bay Lightning. You said you were watching uh, some some rookie tournament in, at, at the Florida Panthers. Oh no, you're in Estero, so that's down in uh, Fort Myers. And, you know, you, you, you start to look at uh, where a player like him can go playing with somebody like Matthews or a Tavares. Brock Faber, Matthew Nyes' teammate at the University of Minnesota, he got, he, he got traded to Minnesota in the Kevin Fiala trade. Brock Faber is a really, really good defender, really strong, strong player that that, that I feel can make a a, a real big difference uh, for for the Minnesota Wild. You know, they, they need entry level players, not just for the contract. They need entry level players that can contribute. Brock Faber, to me. Uh, is there and and certainly you you know there's some other players Tyson Forster who, who had a little bit of injury Philadelphia Flyers first round pick a couple of years ago he's got some real promise so you know those are five players they're not the only five players but I think they're five players that I think you you you, you can start off by you know tracking their progress and, and and seeing where they where they head and where they go oh and and probably the I would say the biggest challenger for uh, Connor Bedard in the Rookie of the Year race is Logan Cooley uh, of the Arizona yeah. Coyotes. Uh, another former Minnesota, University of Minnesota Golden Gopher, dominated college hockey, dominated the World Junior in his age group. So, you know, those are six players that are pretty, uh, I, I think they're ready for the NHL. And I think that they can show very well in their first year and certainly be in the conversation as amongst the best rookies. Listen, I'm putting all my chips, well, maybe not all my chips, but if I have 100 chips, I'm putting 98 of them on Mr. Connor Bedard. How about that? <laughs> he looked okay on the weekend. But, you know, the thing with Logan <laughs> Cooley, I feel sorry for the kid. And listen, I've gotten to be good friends with Jeff Chickering down here, Jacob's dad. We've talked a lot about Arizona. They love the city, but how... When is it going to be a franchise that's not where careers go to die? Like, Craig, yeah. come on. Well, what, what, yeah, you're, you're right. And, and, and to Jeff's point, he watched it firsthand with Jacob. And, you know, the change in ownership, the change in management, coaching, it was a carousel. You know, the, the, the current owner, I, I really believe, is, is fully invested in trying to ensure that the Arizona Coyotes can become uh, a, a real stable team in, in the marketplace and in the NHL. You know, he's got a plan for a new arena. Obviously, it got it got defeated in a plebiscite, but at the same time, he, he he's forging forward. He, you know, and you, you look at Bill Armstrong. He's been given a contract extension. Andre Chorney has been given a contract extension. There, there's not this turnover. There's not this constant turnover. There's there's symmetry. There's continuity, and 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 it has to start there, Rod. If it doesn't start there, then the rest of it doesn't matter how much money you have or how great your arena is. It the rest of it becomes a lot more. Uh, challenging to to achieve and and i think that the arizona counties are really on the right track their actions are going to speak louder than their words but they got a lot of really good talent in there and now this is an opportunity what i really hope ends up happening is that finally you know with the, with with the ownership trying to make sure that they can get an arena, a significant arena built, and then the team moving forward with their young players, that that can intersect 
whether that be in two years or three years time where you can look and go, oh, okay, finally, they've been able to establish themselves. But it's not, it, it's not there this year, but it's certainly something that I think is a real possibility. And, and it starts with the stability in ownership, management and coaching. Uh, yeah, and to be clear, it was my words, not Jeff Chikrin's, <laughs> where careers go to die. They got nothing but great things <laughs> to say about the Valley, of course, but yeah. it's a chicken and the egg thing. As long as they're going to be last, which they probably will this year, why would anybody buy, buy a ticket to go watch? Right? The fans there say you've been terrible forever. So, right, it's a it's a chicken in the and I will just leave you with this because your phone's going off. You're the busiest guy in show business. No, Watch no, my out phone for isn't Nash. Going off. Okay, phone, okay, okay. Well, I'll say this. What about what about well, Deion Sanders? Look what look at the Deion Sanders effect in Boulder, Colorado. Just think about Can that. he just go coach the Coyotes? <laughs> well, I, but but what he did is is he said, listen, you know what? We're not going to ask you to uh, come and buy tickets. We're gonna we're gonna put a product on the field that's going to make you want to buy tickets. I think they said I, I was reading. I, no, I'm close here. I think they said last year the average ticket price to go to a Colorado Buffaloes game was $120. And this year, right now, it's already over 400 Why is that? To your exact point, Rod, you know, you do know, okay? If you go to the grocery store, okay, and the fruits and, and vegetables are, are rotten, you know, you might put up with it for a week. You go back the next week and the fruits and vegetables are rotten again, you're not going to start thinking about going to another grocery store. And that's sports. And so for the Arizona Coyotes, this is what it's going to take. But you're right, a chicken and egg. But again, it starts at the top. I mean, remember, I started talking about leadership starts at the top when we were talking about the Columbus fiasco with Babcock. Well, it also starts at the top everywhere, and it certainly starts at the top with the Arizona Coyotes. But I see, I see symmetry, and I think that's really important yeah. for, uh, for them to ultimately have success. Continuity. Well, I just—I had heard this morning down here in South Florida that Dion was making thirty million a year, and I—I yeah. never thought about it. I just googled it. He is, and the story behind that is they didn't even have thirty million. They said, "Well, we'll give you a thirty million dollar contract. We'll make the money because you're going to win, <laughs> and yeah. we're going to sell the tickets." And they did it. Oh my God, does that take balls, Craig? Thank you for this. I appreciate it. Uh, hope to see you soon. When are you back in Calgary? Tell me. <laughs> Not till uh, <laughs> it'll be a while, my friend. It'll be a while. So, so keep an so eye on it for from me. The, everybody in the north goes down and calls a snowboard. What do you call yourself? Like, you're, our dear late friend Brad McCrimmon talked about the geese. The geese fly south in the in the winter. They come north in the summer. You do reverse. So what would we call you? Yeah, lucky. How about that? <laughs> Thanks, Craig. We'll see you, Gabby. We'll talk soon. You bet. TSN's Craig Button joining us for a fabulous conversation. We'll be back with a sports update and viewer takeover in a moment. We are live across Canada on the Game Plus television network, 31 U.S. states on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, podcast and YouTube live. Yeah, welcome back. Did you say we got moose again? Did you say we had the moose? I apologize. I wasn't paying attention. I was reading 
viewer comments. Thank you. Uh, let's bring the moose in. I'm here in South Florida. He's in Tirana. I like this. John Ohm. Ohm says Rod Lucky Peterson. What do you call a turkey after Thanksgiving? Lucky. That might be a good nickname. Interestingly enough, Lucky Whitehead of the BC Lions' real name is Rodney. So, ah, it's taken. It's taken. But yes, I'm very fortunate, and I know it every day, to be here in South Florida talking sports. It's, uh, it's a dream. Ryan in Toronto writing in Moose, he says, This has been the spiciest episode in a while, and I'm loving every minute of it. Ted in Red Deer says, Two great guests in Claire and Craig. A bunch of great stories and even a mini rant or two. What a great way to start the week, RP Show. Thank you, Ted and Red Deer. Um, were you paying attention to what Craig just said? How about Babcock? Yeah, a little bit. What'd you think? Out here, but, um, I mean, Craig's a hockey guy. And... I think when you look around the hockey world right now, you see not a lot of pushback on, on Babcock resigning from inside the hockey world. You see it from the fans. You see it from you know, people who aren't in the game. But I think from people in the game and closely connected to the game, they kind of sit there and say, yeah, this is going to happen. You know? And everybody in the game, you, you pulled off a great list. And I want to let you know that I've cut it already, and it'll go up on our, on our pages. You put off the list of the John Coopers and those guys, the Jared Bednars, who have adapted and grown with the game of hockey. If you're in the game today, it's because you're evolving as the game's evolving. You know, whether you like it or not, you're not going to change the entire game by yourself. So you need to adapt or die. Well, thanks for that. And, you know, Craig Button absolutely lambasted Mike Babcock. And I can't wait to pull that clip. Make a meme out of it. Uh, he Good riddance, Mike Babcock. And it's not easy for Craig to see, say these things because as you just said, he's a hockey guy. The one thing about Craig Button is, and here's a little secret because he figured it out before I did, he doesn't, he told me, he's not interested in working in the NHL again in terms of a management role. So it makes... At, that, at the last I talked to him about it, he wasn't interested. So it makes his job at TSN a lot easier. I'm not looking for a job in a Canadian sports league or really an American sports. I'm looking, this is my job. It makes it a lot easier. Do you know what I'm saying? So for, Craig doesn't have to worry about who he... It's like Rex Ryan. You've said that. He's like your new favorite analyst on Get Up. He doesn't ever want to work in the NFL again. So he can say whatever the hell he wants. Are you seeing that out of Rex? Yeah. Yeah, big time. You see it out of Rex. Um, you see it out of guys like Dan Orlovsky. He's really good at it. You can sit back and, and to be honest, you know, that is being in the league. You know, when you're an analyst and you're close with the guys and with the people in the league and you can talk about it every day, you're in the league. We're in the league. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to work for the league or for the teams. Um, and it does. It makes it a lot easier to do your job the way you need to do it. Well, you helped me out a long time ago about this. Like, I'm in an NHL arena once the season starts two, three times a week. That's where I want to be. 
So I'm working in the NHL. I spent the weekend at a rookie tournament. I don't need to be calling play-by-play. And uh, quite frankly, (laughs) you know that you know me as well as anybody almost, except for maybe Serena, but somebody got, that was Mark Stiles when uh, we were in Calgary. He's like, come on, you miss being in Mosaic Stadium. Come on, you miss. No, I don't. And stop telling me how I feel. Because I can still get the vibe in the arena. I don't need to be on the air talking about it. And plus, I can leave with five minutes to go. I don't got to sit there on the air for two hours after the game. But that's it for another time. Uh, But thank you for pointing that out. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Randy in Winnipeg says, by the way, there's more to the story than looking at picks. Craig alluded to that, if you were listening. He's like, there's more that hasn't come out. He said that. Ryan O'Radio says, another great RP show. Thank you, Ryan O'Radio. Everybody's writing in saying how great the show's in. We still got another 14 minutes, everybody, so just slow your roll. And we fly so fast. Through the warm-up and the quick six, we didn't have enough time. It's interesting that Craig Button brought up Deion Sanders. And just so you know, oh, man, we'll go a little longer on this segment, but it's going to carry over into overtime if you're interested in staying with me, that he would bring up Deion Sanders. People need to understand there's a reason presidents go jump from NHL to NFL, the NBA, team presidents. Guys that have had success and won champions. The guy running the Vegas Golden Knights won one, maybe two NBA titles with Cleveland. One for sure. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not about the sport. It's about the concepts. You, you understand this. I just wonder how many other people do. And it's the same for broadcasters. I can go from sport to sport to sport because I'm good at what I do. You can too. You do it. But look at Deion Sanders. What's his stock right now? Like, Darren is driving me nuts. They, you know, Deion Sanders had to say this weekend he doesn't want to coach in the NFL. And people are like, what do you mean he doesn't want to coach in the NFL? He's making $30 million a year with the NCAA Colorado Buff. He's the highest paid coach in football anywhere. He's happy. What does that say to you? You, Darren, what does that say to you? He's much pub and brand and FaceTime as anybody in the National Football League. Or, you know, it's, you go where you're happy. He's so self-aware about where his value is and about how he can affect life and culture and the game of football. Um, It's crazy. On the other side, I just thought it was so interesting because everybody, I watch college and everybody said, when talking about the head coach of Colorado State, and said, I wear sunglasses, I take my glasses off, and I put my hood down when I talk. That's what my mom taught me. And everybody jumped on him saying, don't poke the bear. You've made a huge mistake. They're going to kill you now. And they didn't. He knew what he would get his team fired up to play a game, and it was what arrived. We're going to let him go. Moose, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you go. I'll come back with overtime on my own. Everybody can give me their thoughts on this topic when we come back or whatever you want on overtime. Uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says sometimes the best thing isn't the best thing for everyone. Be Be it betting the biggest house. 
proofread, Nelson, are working at the highest level. Define the highest level again. So he's in the NCAA in Boulder, Colorado. It's the highest level of college football. It's all anybody's talking about. I just want to tell you in America today in sports that I've heard. I've been listening to everything. But everything I have listened to is about Deion Sanders and then Craig Button brought it up. And for some reason, this guy's got haters. Even though he's successful. I don't get it. We'll be right back with OT in a moment on the Game Plus Television Network. WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube Live. Welcome back for Overtime, everybody. It's brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes, where skill and fun collide. 28th Street Northeast in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. As I call it, an amusement park for hockey players. Uh, Carlos in Indianapolis writes, and he says, glad to sit at the biggest coffee table in sports for these past two hours once again. Carlos, we're glad to have you. It's been a hell of a start to the week as everybody's been writing it, and that's because of the guests and what they had to say, Craig Button and Claire Hanna, they brought the fire. Um, it is the Rod Peterson show, but I'll tell you what, the second I start to think it's because of anything I did, we got big problems. Wonderful production today by the guys at IKS and Clark lined up the guests. And it's, dang, it's so much fun. I love it so much. And it's like this Dion Prime Sanders thing and what he's doing. Jim, Jersey Jim is watching right now where we're carried on Altus Cable in New Jersey. And he says, Dion has made Colorado relevant for the first time since the 1990s. This team was not even on the radar, dead last in the Pac-12 for years. Now every major network wants to be there. Dion is the same as he has always been. He can coach too. Hashtag Colorado Buffs. I don't know, I don't know why people get turned off by Prime. He's Prime for a reason. Um, what do we got what do we got what do we got hang on everybody oh a sports update thank you for reminding me Colin in Ottawa Ryan in upstate New York says I watched that 60 minute 60 minutes interview on Prime I'm 46 years old and wanted to go sign up and play for Coach Prime it's a vibe it just pulls you in it's magnetic don't let the haters pull you down. Well, uh, hey, it is the Rod Peterson show, by the way. Like Rich in Edmonton writes and he says, well, that view of South Florida doesn't suck. Uh, no, it doesn't. And Nelson here, Nelson, our VP of Civ Events, says money aside, the NFL is defined as the highest level of football. That isn't where some coaches want to be because they're happy with where they are and what they have. See, that's the point. When I left the Rough Rider job, I said, I just want to be, ha- I just want to be happy because I haven't been. That's what my chiropractor said last week, you look really happy. I am home. 
Sports update with a dozen games left in their regular season, including six on the road. The Toronto Blue Jays have a day off today before starting a three-game series Tuesday night with the Yankees in New York. The Jays hold the second American League wildcard berth. The Texas Rangers, who have lost three in a row and are a half game behind the Jays, and a game up on Seattle, who have lost three straight. There are two games on the NFL schedule tonight. The New Orleans Saints and Cleveland Browns will attempt to improve their records to 2-0. The Saints visit the Carolina Panthers while the Browns play the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Panthers and Steelers are both 0-1. Well, and as we've talked about here, the NHL regular season doesn't start until October 10th, but we've already had a coaching change. Mike Babcock resigned. Sunday as head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets after an NHLPA Players Association investigation into his conduct. Associate coach Pascal Vincent was named Babcock's replacement. The sports update is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment. Featuring their core five, Good Company, Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale, four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. Just swooping in and checking in the EMJ marketing text line, what they have there. But we got Bomber Boy in Calgary writes in and says, uh, Craig Button's hitting it on the head. Always love his perspective when he's on the Jets broadcast. He set Mike Bobcock on fire when he was on here earlier. Craig Button. Very eloquent, smart guy. That Craig Button said things that I had been trying to say and could not <laughs> All I was saying was I thought he'd get a second chance in Columbus. I advocated for it, hoped he'd change. Turns out he hasn't. It was Craig Button that took it the next step and said, good riddance, Mike Babcock. Good riddance. Woo! So when people say Babs will coach again, uh, no. For a myriad reasons, he's not going to want to be an assistant coach. I'm sorry, the comments, I had them from the stream, and then they just popped out. People were writing in here about the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, we covered a lot of CFL back in hour one. I hope you read my 10 things column on the weekend about that, where I said the Rough Riders, I've said it a million times, you're going to at some point realize I, I'm right. They're back in the 90s. They win the games they're supposed to lose and lose the games they're supposed to win. Probably going to fire the coach. The merry ground will continue. Nothing's going to change. Until the big things change. That's my Boyd Crowder imitation. Time to go watch some Justified. Great job, crew. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, on the RP Show. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.